You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Okay, now if you're saying that I'm going to become a meme, you're making me even more freaked out. Well, I'm not saying that's what's going to happen. I'm just saying it's a possibility, something that you should certainly consider. Oh, I mean, anytime you do one of these, you have to wonder, okay, can it be taken out of context? What are people going to do with this? What am right. I going to look like? But you're implanting it in people's heads. Now they're going to think that. No, but I mean, because, you know, it could be any one image that's taken out of it, oh, taken God. out of context. That's part of what it is, though. I mean, that's just part of what you have to deal with. I mean, you could become a meme of some kind. I mean, just I think about that. do that. You know, I mean, you use, when you're in, like, a Facebook chat, you, you post a lot of GIFs and stuff like that. What if you become one of those? I don't post GIFs. I post GIFs. No, it's wrong. It's pronounced <laughs> GIF. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nebler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. We have a ton of stuff to get to today. I do want to remind everybody that Fun Employment Radio will be out we won't be live in about two weeks' time. So uh, from June 20th through the 24th, Fun Employment Radio will be out of the office. We're going to be down in Mexico. Greg, do you realize that at this time, two weeks from now, we'll be in Mexico? We'll probably be sitting next to a pool or something. Mm-hmm. I'll probably be like trying to like shoo off like a bunch of swingers because mm-hmm. you accidentally booked us at a swingers resort. Uh, yeah, could, that could be exactly I don't think it really is a swingers resort the more I've looked into it, but well, who knows? Who knows? Well, either way, there'll be a group of us down there. <laughs> and the best way to do that, to book your travel, which is what I wanted to bring up, I, just, I wasn't even thinking about this, but now that we're talking about travel, mm-hmm. it does remind me so natural. that the best way to travel is to book your travel is by going to funemploymentradio.com and clicking on the Expedia link. That's just one, one wonderful way that you can do it. Uh, the Expedia link is a, is a fine Fine way to it's, it's, it's a gateway way. it's a gateway to the world it's like Sarah. it opens the gates to the world absolutely but you have to go through funemploymentradio.com well you don't have to no, I'm it's like finding strongly... the wrong entrance for the labyrinth, and you can edit, right, you're end still up in, in, like, there. in like the oubliette, and you don't want to be in the oubliette. What you want to do is you want to find the center of the goblin kingdom, and so you do that, I mean the Expedia kingdom, by heading to funemploymentradio.com and clicking on that Expedia. That was a real forced labyrinth reference. I don't know how to It wasn't forced. Sandwich, it, was exactly, it, was quite natural in, it was quite natural in my head, but you've gotten into my head now with this, all this stuff, okay, so well, I can't quite focus. All right. We, we need to discuss this. We have a couple of other things that I want to get to really quick. Uh Small wonder in the live chat, Fun Employment Radio. Oh, bottom line, go to FunEmploymentRadio.com, click on the Expedia link. That was it. Uh, Small wonder says in the Fun Employment Radio live uh, chat, uh, what the fuck, GIF, it's GIF. It is not, in fact, GIF. It is, in fact, GIF. Okay, is we the, can't do this again. No, I'm told that's the, the person who created it. The person who invented it says that it's pronounced GIF. Well, who cares? People change things all the time from what somebody created. Yes, but I'm just saying that's that's. You just sound what like it is. a knob when you say GIF. Uh, I'm just saying, Steve you sound like you're talking about Wilhite, peanut butter. who invented the graphics interchange format. You didn't uh, say that said, correctly. Steve Wilhite, who invented the graphics interchange format, says that it is pronounced GIF. In fact, okay. So that's all I want well, to say on that all one. Right. Okay. Um, do you want to give your <laughs> Tony oh, yeah. in the live chat just says that person was wrong? Well, yeah, before we get started on this other thing, I want to thank everybody who sent me their well wishes yesterday after my Benadryl haze because I, um, if you didn't listen to yesterday's show, I had a bit of an allergic reaction to a new medication that I started taking. There was an incident there on was, the show yesterday. <laughs> and, uh, and so I had to immediately take Benadryl so I wouldn't um, have any more of a reaction to it, which in turn made me very, very groggy. This sounds like you're apologizing for something bad that I happened on the really show. I don't even really remember like the end of the show Like yesterday. it's when people make those public apologies like, 
I uh, I was not on. Dr- I had a bad reaction. Yeah, bad reaction <laughs> to um, some pills. I, I would did say have I was a bad reaction to some or, pills. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, I did. So I took some Benadryl to counteract it. And um, yeah, and thank you, Greg, for giving me a ride home because I'd ridden my bike down. And as soon as we were done the show, I'm like, oh, I just I can't. I just go to bed. I mean, I could have just followed you in my truck while you rode your bike home and like filmed it for the show or something like that. But I, That's I did hilarious. not. Uh-huh. I did not do that. Yeah. Actually. So I, I promptly like I am not a napper as you can hear i'm very kind of high strong and high energy a little bit so i can never get my brain to shut off to nap i got home wrote something about the show to post online and then i just i haven't read what you wrote and then i just fell asleep i fell asleep with my computer next to me and i never do that and i woke up at like 5 30 or 6 like oh hello that's what benadryl will do to you i know i don't really like it why are you itching well because i'm still a little scratchy but i have to go i'm doing my cater waiter job today and i you know it's a lot of heavy lifting and stuff mm-hmm. so i'm absolutely not taking anything so i'm just gonna have to be a little itchy so it's okay fine, just a little wanna, itchy yeah because i have to be around people and i have to move a bunch of shit and i don't want to be just like when you're making your drinks like for the for whatever the fancy event is when you're bartending and doing the drinks just make sure you scratch a lot before you do it like, just be itching? No, I think I'm going to be... I'm not that itchy anymore. I'm not itchy anymore. Just slightly itchy. I feel better. Everything's okay. Okay. Threw away the medication. So all right. I'll be good to Okay, go. you'll be good. All right. Yeah. Well, that's good to know. That's yes. a good update. So thank you to everybody who wrote me all the nice messages. I appreciate it. Um, we do have something else, though, to talk about. So oh, Sarah God. was just informed. And we talked about this here on the show a while ago. Months um, ago. So I thought this wasn't going to yeah, be a it was, thing. Yeah, it was months ago that Sarah had... Uh, filmed a commercial was part of a commercial that filmed here in portland and it, it's never aired it hasn't come out yet and i think everybody thought it was going to come out earlier than this or i don't know what the whole deal is behind it but now we just received word sarah did that this commercial is it going to air this month i'm gonna look back at the message i, I just got this this month before. or next month uh, so let's see. He wrote me and said, uh, blah, blah, blah. by the way, your spot should be going on TV this month. FYI, I'll send you, <laughs> I'll send you the link as soon as it's ready. Oh. oh, my God. Like, I don't even. All right. Let's talk about again what it is that you're going to be doing this because this is. I mean, it's this not, is not be like a non-disclosure solo. or anything. This is, I'm by myself. Yeah. I am literally by myself. I'm the only person in, in this yeah. commercial. Oh my god! And I bet it's like a thirty-second spot. It is not. So, it can't, maybe it's like a fifteen-second. Maybe it's a five-second spot. Maybe it's. It's going to be longer than five seconds. I'm going to guess. Oh I'm going to be. I guess it's between fifteen and thirty, unless they do like an extended cut of it's like a minute-long commercial of of you sitting there. But so so, can you t- tell I, I anyone? I guess I can. I what? didn't sign a non-disclosure, and they didn't. Well, then yeah. Tell me not to say anything. Well, if you didn't sign anything. I didn't sign then, a darn thing. Yeah, no, yeah. okay. Yeah, I think you're fine then. Okay. Okay, so what is it? So, oh. so tell people what it is oh, that you're going to be doing in this commercial. Okay, so I won't say who it's for, but I'll say right. what it was. What it's for and... It's for a car company. Okay. So it's for... So oh it's my... for a car company. I just had already buried this. Like, I had already made my peace with the fact that it wasn't coming out, and I was kind of okay with that. I was okay with that because mm-hmm. it was a very warm day, and I was very sweaty, and I was also a little puffy. Oh, sweaty. And I was also a little puffy, and... Oh, my God. Okay. So what it is, is, um, so it's, I play an employee of, a, of this particular car company, which if you live in Oregon, I guess you'll see it. And I am texting somebody who's inquiring about a car. They're so texting you. So you're like a salesperson? Like I'm like a salesperson. Okay. And they are text messaging me asking inquiries about the car. 
but uh, you can't see the person I'm texting. You just see me texting back. And then you see their reply. So you're staring replies. intently. I'm staring in- intently. Do you have like a texting face? Did you like I work do, out I a texting face? Texting. I have like happy texting face. What was your What was your texting face? Like I don't know. Oh God. Like, are you happy? Do you change it up? As I you're do going change through? it up as they're like asking different like, questions. Oh, I'm like, wow. Ah, mm, mm. And then I walk off and, uh, oh man. And then do you say something in front of the no, camera? No, I like, don't say anything. Welcome to so and so. I don't say anything. Toyota or whatever it is. I, I honestly don't even know what I mean, there's it is, some but, like yeah. B roll that they did where I'm like showing somebody a car. I don't know if that's going to be in it. Oh, I'm sure that I will mean, be. Have you ever seen anyone like that's probably the person to that look you like texted. a car salesperson? <laughs> I will. Uh, yeah, okay. That's, that's a fair statement. Um, okay. Um, so what it basically is, is uh, it's just a straight on shot of, of my face. It's a straight on shot of your face mm-hmm. the entire time mm-hmm. while you're texting mm-hmm. back and forth to this person. Yes. So 30 seconds. So there's probably going to be yeah, a voiceover. Yeah, we did a lot of takes, too. There'll probably be like a voiceover over it, too. I know it's the owner that's going to be doing you. a – he does the – he does the voiceovers. I think. I think he does the opening or the. Closing. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. I don't even remember which one. You told me off the air. I, I honestly don't remember which one mm. it was. Well, I did um, see. So they, they, it was me and another person that filmed that day, and I did see the um, the commercial with the same concept from the other person that did it. There's a first. Uh oh. And it didn't. It, it was a really good looking commercial. Wait a minute. So it's the same concept. So is there a competing aspect to this? It's like two different textures. Are they the one texting you? Mm-mm. Are they the other end of the text? No, it's a different texture. A different texture. So I don't but know. So of course, the of course, my um, the person I know the person who was the producer of this, yeah. and he's like messing with me, and he's just <laughs> like, "Hey, you all ready?" It's like, "Are you, you ready for sh- all champagne and airstreams from here on out?" I'm like, <laughs> oh my god, I hate you. <laughs> so um, it's being asked, "What was your process, sir?" Uh, it was to like try to sweat a little bit less each take. See, and this is what I'm talking about, like. I'm sure everything's going to work out fine. Oh, I bet you. You are. know, and, yeah. and like you said, you know who's producing it, so I doubt they would put you in a bad light. But you never know with these things, though, what could be taken out of context, and what could be turned into memes of some sort, or you know, you could become an internet sensation in a different way that you didn't think of. Greg, you know, why do you have I to? Mean, I'm just, already nervous enough. Why do you have to do this to me? Like, for example, you could be like, "Hey, sorry, I'm texting someone," and then when somebody pulls up a GIF to like post to their friends, oh, it's going to be you like texting. Oh God! Like people will like fill in the word bubbles with other things. Yes, yes, that could absolutely be something that's going to be going on with this. I'm just saying you could become a lot a lot bigger than you thought with this. Oh, man. You know, and uh, and I, I'm just saying it's a possibility. But I think oh. it's something you need to be I just, prepared I'm, for. I'm just very caught off guard because I really uh-huh. had written it off because it was months ago. Yeah. I, I filmed this like four months ago maybe. Right. And I had just written it off as if like, okay, well, it's just not going to happen. I didn't do good enough. So and that's what I had thought because I'm like, well, I'm not I'm not an actor, and and I was profusely sweating. So <laughs> yeah, they're looking at the footage afterward. Ooh, I don't know, man. The sweat's just a bit too much. No, clearly they liked it and they liked your work. Maybe they can so. give me that Golden Girls like fuzzy like lighting. <laughs> it's gonna be really light. It's gonna be hot. like well, we already filmed. We have time to film another yeah, one. Like the eighties so soap like, opera, like Golden Girls. Like the what was that they did for uh, like the fog? Light. Sweet D on it's always sunny. Like they gave her the super bright lighting to like hide any flaws. That, That's <laughs> that, what I yes. Yeah. 
<laughs> blown out lighting. I think, look, in, in all honesty, I'm excited to see this because it's. I think it's going to be hilarious. And I'm Watch, sure you're I'm making great. a deal out of it, but maybe it, like nobody will see it. Well, who knows? Who yeah. knows? Maybe it's like like maybe just some tiny station, but I don't think so. I mean, I don't know. I don't. I don't have like regular. I don't cable know. I mean, te- it's going to be local. I don't have cable television, so I don't have. I don't like see a lot of commercials, so I don't yeah. know. I well, mean, I watch. Cable I know. Television. I mean, I recognize. I mean, it's a car company that if you live in Oregon, you know the mm-hmm. name of. Mm-hmm. Like it's very recognizable. Either way, it's going to be online, and that's where it's going to be. That's where it's going to be shared. I'm sure they'll post it online. Well, that's what that's what my friend who who's the producer said. He, he just, just said like, it's going to be online. Yeah, okay, he, yeah. No, he said I'll send you the link as soon as it's done. <laughs> like, my oh, I will is... make sure it's it's seen by people. Like, I, Greg, but you know me. You know out? me. I like I have written this off. Like, I didn't realize what that if it would. what if the voiceover is like something super goofy? Like, hey, everybody, come on down to we're gonna uh, let me make up a car company so I can do this. Um, uh, what is it? Uh, Tyson's Toyota or something. There you we'll go. Say That's that. a good one. Hey, everybody, come on down to Tyson's Toyota and text our text gal. Text gal is always here to answer your texts. Like, what if you're a text gal or something like that? Like, it's a, like an automated service, but you're representing the automated service. <gasps> what if that's the case? You know, and then it's like some jokey thing like. You can send her anything you want. But then they're going to show what the texts are back and forth. And what if it's something weird that right, you're I'm sending? Tell, since, since the people in our chat and our live subscribers are um, so wonderful and they really do help us out to keep the show going. Six ninety nine a month. The first week is free. I am going to type the name of the car company into the chat. Okay. So if you, if you subscribe and you can't listen live, you can check back into the chat. and see Yeah, just scroll back is. on the chat and you'll see it too. Um, okay, so you're going to post it in there. Come on down, everybody, to Tyson's Toyota. Yeah, and see, and then what if they're, like, overlaying different things on the text? Oh, my God. Well, because I don't know what take, because we honestly And we did. don't know how, what the what the Because I had to walk to the, so basically is. what they did, because I don't know, I, I didn't quite know what I was doing, but this is a, a friend of a friend who's also a friend of mine, and he's uh-huh. just like, hey, need somebody? I think that I was, like, you know, last minute filler in her. And, <laughs> uh, and so they put down a penny. I know that you're used to this, but I don't. I don't add, uh, act. So basically, what they did, the stationary camera, and then what I would do is I have to take four steps: one, two, three, four, and stop at the penny, which was my mark. Your mark, yeah, yeah, my mark. And so I would have to do that, and I probably did this fifty times uh-huh. at, at least, and just did the same thing over and over again. And actually, our buddy uh, Dan Bozik was there. Um, and Bozik would have to read, so Bozik was helping out too, and he was reading the text messages that I was responding to. So there wasn't audio. So what he would do is read the text message and then read my And then part you have to back. give your texting face So I'd have to responding. give my texting face. So like I'd be texting as he's reading what I'm supposed <laughs> to be texting. So it makes it look authentic because I'm texting what is being typed on the screen. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That's what you think anyway. Until they get done with it and they decide Dude, this to do it. this is so something Bozik would do to me. Yeah, and they turn it into a different this direction. This is exact. Oh, my God. Why didn't I get Bozik? Uh, that's the thing. Is- the bottom line, now that you bring this up, yeah, you have Bozik involved. relentless. Bozik is going to find some way to, like, turn this into something that's going to be hilarious for everybody else, but maybe not for you. I know, because, like, I think he's my friend, but then every once in a while he, like, shows his true colors. <laughs> he's just mean. He goes for the laugh sometimes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. oh man. What if you're texting Susie or something like that? Oh, oh! Right into our text bot. Ew! 
what a tech spot, sex spot? Yeah, something it's like that. It's really not going to be that. I think well, that I don't know. Basic. I'm just saying you have no lines, so you don't have any control over what's being put on there that's being represented by what you're saying. Yeah, Mike is saying hopefully it was a heads-up penny. Actually, I made sure to make the penny heads-up every time, Mike, when I because I had to keep placing it because we would film it in different areas of the showrooms. And, oh. Oh, boy. Yeah. Well, anyway, make a meme out of Sarah Do as soon as this comes out, Do not make a meme out of me, for I the I will make sure everybody has a link to make a meme. Uh, to be honest, did I actually type out the words? No, I'm not a fast texter, so I was just pretending to. Just like the amount of time <laughs> that it takes for the words to go by on the screen is how, how long ben I was Ben says texting. with some wacky waving arm guys, too. I mean, they could be cutting out the back. The, who knows what they're going to do with this footage? I mean, who They're not going to do anything because the producer is a professional and it is going to be Oh, no, I'm not fine. saying it's not going to be professional. That's not what I'm talking about. But I'm just saying now they have they have you there. But if he gives some of the like the copy to Bozik and then Bozik does something with it, that would be my worry. <sighs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. Uh, Bozik, please get some footage of this and cut together your own little piece Bozik, with Sarah do, texting. Don't, please do that. Don't, please do that. <laughs> right, so I just found this out. We can have out, a contest like, right with listeners. This. Oh, we may need to talk to the... To that car company. Are you serious right now? Yeah. If they put the footage up, we'll advertise them, but it'll be a context. What is what is text gal texting or something like that? Oh, we could totally come up with something with this. God damn it, Greg. I have a great idea with that. Okay. I think you just said what your great idea is. Yeah. Well, I, it's it's even more in depth. Well, yeah, I did kind of say it out loud, didn't yeah, I? Yeah, you sure um, did. So, no, Good I think there's monologue. some total contest we can do along with this thing. Oh, man. Okay. Well, they right. do know that I do... Uh, uh, online radio show like because they had a bunch of questions about it and they were asking and the people that at this particular car company were like super nice and interesting yeah so. yeah so we'll okay see. we'll see how i represent their company and if okay they, we'll see if we can we're uh, suitable we'll, we'll, see, we'll see what we can come up with with this oh god all right like, well anyway you know so like that'll when be... you just when you write, have written something off and then all of a sudden it's like no no mm-hmm. no coming mm-hmm. back oh yeah no that's there's still commercials and things that I've filmed out there that I've never seen that someday I'm pro- I'll, will probably show back up. Do you ever Google them to try and find them? Uh, I've done a couple of times. I've still never seen the Fred Meyer commercial where I am, which never aired. Or not, I mean, I don't know if it aired, to be honest. I've never oh, the, seen it. the engagement one. Yeah, where I was sh- short guy marrying tall woman. Short guy number one <laughs> marrying tall girl number two. <laughs> yeah, pretty much that's what it was. Um, yeah, where I, I proposed to her like multiple times. I've no, I still haven't seen that one, but I'm gonna guess it'll it'll air sometime. See, I mean, they paid for it because I know you like you do a lot of commercials, and sometimes mm-hmm. you see them, sometimes you don't. And so I was like, well, it maybe this on, is just one I'm not gonna see. Yeah, I mean, there's ones that I've filmed that are air in like different parts of the country that I've never seen. Like I'm a tech guy, like the I'm the uh, expert for this this company that does like servers for businesses. Like so computer it, servers, computer servers. So in the in the commercial, I'm the expert that comes in to saves the day for everybody, and like fixes and like when I'm fixing things. It looks like you're milking a cow. Yeah, I, I didn't know how to fix a server. Mm-hmm. I have no idea. That's not my tech for tape. That's not what I know okay. how to do. So, uh, but I, there's there's a whole commercial, uh, a couple of them where I'm doing that, and I'm saving the day for these office people that are freaking out. I've never seen it. I have no idea. Wow. So somebody's seeing it. But I, I think it's in the yeah, well, I will make it my life's mission to find every embarrassing thing that you've ever done if you continue <laughs> to try and make me a meme. There's a lot out there that you could, yeah. Oh, yeah. Somewhere. All right. Somewhere. Just say if you want to. No, I'm saying the bottom line is we need to make Sarah a meme. So when that comes out, I'll make sure that we all have, uh, we all have access to that. But that's going to be going on there. Oh, my God. <laughs>
Like, I honestly didn't think this was going to happen because I was, I was kind of embarrassed, actually, because I'm like, oh, I had made this big deal about doing this commercial and then it's never going to come out. And now I sound like a – like I was just trying to – like I made it up or something. Yeah. Uh, it's being asked in the chat. Hey, Greg, what was the commercial where you, where you were a drunk and also Mexican? Um, that was a PSA um, about alcoholism. Oh, weren't you I abusive a, or something? I was – I had a problem. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I ruined Thanksgiving dinner. For my always. family and uh, embarrassed myself. And uh, also I spoke Spanish. So that was part of the – I didn't actually speak Spanish, but in the, the PSA was for was for Wait, a so Spanish-speaking audience. If it's for a Spanish-speaking audience, but you didn't speak Spanish. Well, I didn't speak Spanish, but I was playing a Spanish-speaking person. Okay. If that makes sense. All right. So you could have been an American playing a Spanish-speaking person. No. Okay. No. All right. No, this one was uh, – yeah, I was supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Anyway. I'll just leave it at that. Um, uh, Courtney says, I have a bunch of training videos for work. I always look for Greg. Because <laughs> you've done a bunch of those, right? Uh-huh. Oh, God. Yeah, there's a whole... The Chicago school system sees my my videos, which is just strange. That is odd. Yeah. So if anybody's a teacher in the Chicago school system, uh, look for Miles, the math teacher. And <laughs> tell me if you tell me if you find it. All right. Um, I want to talk about something else that, that happened yesterday. Tell me. That, uh, you know, we were talking about your big adventure, Sarah, mm-hmm. and your your big rides through, uh, you know, going it's going tr- to see the Twin Peaks stuff. I and- was so bummed out yesterday. I missed a beautiful day in Portland being passed out in a yeah. Benadryl coma. But sometimes you just have to get better. It's fine. Yeah. And you went out and explored the I, day, I, right? I, well, for a little bit. I didn't have that much time to explore the day. But I did, I did take a little trip since it was nice weather out. And I've talked about this before. I live in the area of Portland. Uh, you're known as felony flats, lovingly referred to. Lovingly as. referred to, yeah. The, it's just a real, you know, uh, real uplifting place. Felony flats. So it's the. It's getting better. It is getting better as far as there's people that are moving in and um, building new fancy houses. Still, amidst though all the other stuff amongst the the former meth head shacks or the current meth head shacks. So it's this weird mix of people. And I went for a bike ride through it yesterday, and uh, I got to say, it was fascinating just the juxtaposition of the brand new rich homes that are going in living right next door to the old like like uh i've talked about country trash houses before but city city trash houses Mm -hmm. like city trash houses and where um you know they have all of the they'll have like car cars on the lawn or washers and dryers and things like that and so it's just kind of interesting seeing the juxtaposition of those different things. Are they like right literally next door to each other? Right next door to each other. <laughs> so you're seeing it in action. As, so gentrification as is in progress before your very eyes. Before your very eyes. Although some of the gentrification is probably a good thing in the long run, but some of it, you know, some of it maybe not. Um, but they're just some, seeing some of these different people, like I, it depend on who I was going by of what kind of different looks I would get if I was, if, if people happened to see me. Like the rich people... Seems suspicious of everybody. But you were on your like sweet bike with. Like, I was. I was. On, I was. I was on my sweet bike. But they just seem suspicious of everyone. Okay. And so, so you're going by, and they're like, they're kind of staring at everybody who's wa- driving by or walking by, looking out suspiciously, even though it's like, eh, you just moved in there. Like, come on, you're the one. You're the one that doesn't really fit in. That's exactly the same. <clears throat> like everybody, like all the newbies in Portland, always look <clears throat> at everybody else suspiciously. I'm like, bitch, I've lived here for 15 years. Like, yeah. You're the. I'm suspicious of you. Yeah. Exactly. I know the people around me. Who are you? Yeah. And so there's that. But then there's also, you have the good old-fashioned um, urban trash houses. Not necessarily meth houses, but a lot of them are trash houses. And those people also 
like to stare a lot. And so you have them sitting outside. There was this one house I went by, and there was a washing machine outside. And I, I kid you not, there was a washing machine outside on the corner in their in their grass lot, which that's always a good sign. When you have any kind of appliances sitting outside in your lawn, like, okay, we've, we may be dealing with a trash house right here. So there's the, there's the washing machine on the front yard, as I'm taking a look at that. Like, did it still work? Is that one of the things? Oh, no, I'm it? sure it doesn't work. It's never going to work if it's sitting out there. That's true. I saw a lawnmower on the no, side of the road parts. the other day, and I thought of you, and I'm like, and it said, like, free. I'm like, maybe it works. Lawnmowers, so there's a difference. Lawnmowers, if you see a lot of lawnmowers, that's a good chance that you're dealing with a meth head, because meth heads love lawnmowers, and I know that just having lived next door to a meth head. Because they can for, do anything with a lawnmower. Yeah, mine made a, made a go-kart out of one of them. And then go-kart the, scooters? Yeah, and then the rest of them just kind of sat there and rotted mm-hmm. in the backyard, but they... Yeah, lawnmowers definitely sound of a meth heads. Washing machines, not necessarily meth heads. You could just have an urban uh, trash house. And I think that's what I was dealing with when I was going by there. I like the way you a put urban in front of it. It almost sounds like it's more glamorous. Like, oh. Like, I don't like know somebody, if it's glamorous. It's $500,000 a month uh, for a uh, Portland, Oregon urban trash house. Yeah, I mean, you have the urban trash house. But see, that's versus the country trash house. Like Keelan, where he lives, and we talked about this before because he lives in Vancouver, but kind of a newer neighborhood that's encroached upon the country houses. He's got a country trash house next to him. These are their urban Yeah, he cousins. doesn't have a country trash house. He has one down the street. No, no, yeah. but no, I'm, yeah, no, I don't think Keelan lives in a country trash house. No, you know that he does. No. <laughs> no, he lives next door to a country trash house. Um, but then the, in the city, you have the urban trash houses, and they're related. They probably know each other. You know, it's oh, like, sure. oh, like yeah, oh, oh, the Vancouver, the Vancouver trash houses. Yeah, you know, and they, they know each other somehow. They all meet up at a swap meet at some point, and that's kind of how that happens. So anyway, the urban trash house. Uh, you know the the lo- the um, washing machine on the front porch, and then always just random lawn chairs. Sometimes people are sitting in them, sometimes not. Mm-hmm. But there was a whole family of them sitting out there, and they were all sitting out completely silent, sitting next to each other, hmm. out in the on the lawn. And I was you know riding my bike, going for my stroll, and it was really strange just the fact that none of them were talking, all just having good stares out. Just staring, staring out at the world as it's passing by. Maybe they're they just enjoying seem, the day. They didn't seem discontent. I like to sit and stare sometimes. But it was weird that there was, you know, probably four of them, four of them, the parents, and there was a couple of kids. I, I don't know when, whether one was a kid or like an older kid or so. I can't tell the difference between any of them. Okay. It could have been a teenager. It could have been an adult. I don't know. And then, uh, and then a younger one. And, uh, and they were all just sitting there, yeah, just staring out. As, as right, he passed by. And then I realized I'm staring back, too. Mm-hmm. And I was staring back, and I was enjoying what I was seeing. But it's just it's just weird kind of the juxtaposition of all the different things that are going on in Southeast Portland. I'm telling you, it could be part of our tour. Um, maybe I should take advantage of it and uh, for, for uh, you know, do a bike tour through through the, through the felony flats and former felony flats. Oh, that would be That could be something that we could fun. do this summer. You know, nobody knows they're a part of the tour, but we just go by and, you know, and I could have like a loudspeaker, and I could point out different areas, and be like I don't think that people mm-hmm. would look so kindly on you having a loudspeaker. Oh, this house like, and here's up on a the trash left. House. So here's this house up on the left. I uh, was running by here one time, and a dog got nice. out and chased me. Uh, that's the house right here on the left. I don't believe the dog is still there, but that one, uh, this one, watch out for the fence uh, coming on down the street just a little bit. All right, then you're going to see a couple of washing machines. It changes what kinds, but I believe there is a Kenmore that's out there. It's a quality brand. It's Isn't a little that a quality brand? That's quality brand. I've but never, it is a little rusty. I've never rusted. owned a washing machine, so. Yep, and see, and I could do that, and then I'll be like, oh, and here's some Richies moving in here. Now, they just built this house up there. We've been here for a couple of months, and we'll stop outside of it, and we'll look, and we'll stare. Yeah, and then we'll do Then that. we'll go on. I could totally lead. That might be actually something that would work here in Portland. I could lead the urban tours, but going to no tourist destinations, only places I know. Oh. Okay, well, 
Dream big. Greg. I think somebody would want to go on this thing. Mm-hmm. I think it would be a good idea. I'm just throwing it out there as an idea. All right. um, oh, yeah, we could go find the van couple. That's another thing. Oh, they're not a couple anymore. What? How do you know? Oh, no. I, I thought you meant the original van couple. Oh, no. I don't Yeah, no, no, no. Van Saga, van okay. couple. Okay, yeah. Van the, couple circa the last six years. Yes. Um, that van, yeah. yes. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So I could I could go find them. That would be part of the tour. They have to be around your neighborhood somewhere. They're somewhere. They're, they're bothering someone right now. I mean, you know what their vans look like. All you have to do, it will just take a little bit of sleuthing. It's a blue van and a white van. Mm-hmm. Just right across the street from each blue other. Blue van doesn't run. White van does. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we could find them. That would be kind of like the Easter egg for the day. Oh, I think there's just tons of stuff we could do with this. I think that's an excellent idea. Yeah. But you'd have to scope it out beforehand because you can't, like, start a tour and then not uh-huh. deliver the van couple. Like, you have yeah, to find out where, to they, know where they are. Well, no, I can't it out before. It. I know. When people sign off, I cannot guarantee you that you're going to see You can say, like, it. I currently know. Like, you could start it and be like, I currently know where they were residing yesterday. I don't know if they're still there today. So there's like a 50% chance that you might get to see the urban van couple. No, I think it's going to be more like, it'll be more like those whaling uh, cruises that you go on or something like that. Where you might see a whale? Yeah, it's like, yeah, you might see a whale. You might see a van, two vans, you know, people living in them. You might not. That's kind of the risk you take. And then people will have to sign waivers. If anybody's interested in a bike tour this summer, let me know. Mm-hmm. Oh, hello, my friends. Oh, my gosh. I'm so much better today. I remember trying to do this yesterday in my Benadryl delirium. Oh, it was good for God, everybody else. I feel so much better. That was, it was. It felt like I was slowed down. I don't like that. All right. Anyway, hello, my friends. My name is Eric Dylan. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. Should it make me more insecure that so many people told me how much they liked it when I was slowed down? Mm, like, I, just, I like you when you're drugged, things, Sarah. Choose to look at it the... Look at the brighter side. Wait, what? It's good. That doesn't even make any sense. All right, first up, this story made me laugh. So if you've been following, I don't know, all of humanity, you know that tomorrow is the first day that Comey is going to be testifying about President Trump. So now, because of this, you know, so many people are going to be getting up early. I know that, Greg, you're probably going to be up super early to watch this. I watch the news all day long anyway. I'm definitely getting up there. Yeah. All right. Well, now, yep. if you're in Washington, D.C. <laughs> I'll be watching it. If you're in Washington, D.C. and listening to this and don't have anything to do tomorrow morning, there is a Washington, D.C. bar that is offering round a round of drinks every time that Donald Trump tweets about uh, former FBI Director James Comey during his Senate testimony happening tomorrow morning. That's so, ge- wait, but this is a place in Washington. Really DC. It's really early. It's nine thirty a.m. Nine thirty a.m. It yeah. opens at nine thirty a.m. This is the Union <laughs> Pub in Washington D.C., and they have stated and promised that they will be buying a round of drinks for the house every time Donald Trump tweets about Comey during the testimony. Oh, dude! If I was there and not working, I would totally go to that. So this is going to run all day. So they 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 assure you if you get in and you're watching it and Trump is tweeting about it. Uh, they will run the special until Comey's testimony is over or until 4 p.m., whichever is earlier. Wow. That's awesome. So this is happening at the Union really Pub smart. in Washington, D.C. I think one of my friends is actually in Washington, D.C. right now. I'm going to let her know. Um, so Comey is expected to, t- to testify, of course, about the investigation into Russian interference in the election and conversations with Trump, including allegations that he asked him to ease off on his investigation into former National Security Advisor Michael Flynn. 
So it is being reported uh, by many outlets and sources that the president is saying he's going to tweet during the testimony if he feels the need to respond because he is a grown-up. <laughs> uh, so he d- it does look like he has something, some sort of thing that he's supposed to be. He's supposed to speak at a conservative religious conference at 1130 a.m., which will overlap with part of the testimony. So we'll see if that will stop him from tweeting. Oh, man. Like, I wonder if the Union Pub, if they're doing you're gonna it buy, out of... You're going to get free drinks. I mean, you're going to get at least I know. I was going to say, maybe he won't. Maybe he'll... But he doesn't have any self-control. There's no way that he wouldn't be able to... I don't know. That's a hard... Huh. I mean, that's a safe bet for them. I, I don't think they'll have to buy a ton, but I think... I mean, his life is such You'll a mystery. Get it. If it keeps on going, if it depends on how long the testimony is. Well, because it seems like he's like he always is so like angry and like writing about things, but it's always like three hours later. Like he's in some like yeah. delayed whether it'll haze happen right something. during it. I don't know. But if he has to speak at eleven thirty, it's likely that he'll probably be awake. Oh no, he'll be watching it. Yeah, I guarantee. All right, so there you go. If you're in Washington D.C., free rounds of drinks anytime. Douchey tweets. Next up. At a Thailand, a Thai bar. I wanted to know if you would ever do this for a free drink. What? A Thai bar has invented a challenge to drinkers who want to get a free shot from them, but you have to go through three stages. So this is a tourist bar that has come up with an interesting way for people to get their hands on a free drink. Now, to take part, a contestant must hold their hand still, laying it fingers splayed on a table. What, is this a knife game? While the bartender uses different tools to hit marks three times between each finger. <laughs> no. The three uh-uh. tools that he uses, first round, a hammer. Second round, an axe. Third round, either a butcher's knife or a power drill. Why would you do this? So the bartender has control of it? The bartender does this. So, if so you how do say, you get a free drink? If you agree to it and you don't move your hand, if you do not move your hand, then, well, you get to keep all your fingers and you get a free shot. So what happens is if you <laughs> say that, that you'll no. do this, you go For up to the bar. Shot? Yeah, you go up to the bar, put your hand on the table, keep it still. So the bartender, dressed in white, uh, uses one hand to grip onto the side of the bar while the other hand holds a weapon to make five marks between the fingers at, at his own speed. So, so far, it, they don't have recorded incidents of anybody losing any of their fingers. But they do have videos online. You can watch people actually doing this, keeping their hands straight. So the videos online are of people who did not get their fingers drilled through or anything. But, um, yeah, so one that you can particularly find is a guy with a drill going... No. Uh Uh-uh. No. I would not do that for a free shot. For one free drink, you might lose a finger. I think that the... I don't think the benefits outweigh the sacrifices. No. There. I think that just... just No. Pay for the shot. Just pay for the shot. It's like the old knife game where you stab a knife in between each... Yeah, no thanks. I I feel like that would be something that you and your idiot, like, you're an idiot too. I'm not calling your friends idiots, but you and your idiot friends would do at, like, Ricketts Fest or something. No. No. No weapons allowed, right? No weapons. Well, I mean, we had throwing knives and throwing axes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we have knives and axes. Of course you do. Yeah. How silly of me. All right, so. I yeah, know Ryan brings throwing axes. It's fun. That's so dangerous. Out of Japan... Pets of all shapes and sizes can now live out their dreams of looking like medieval Japanese warriors because the Japanese retailer is now offering samurai armor for your pets. Oh, God. Samurai pet armor. Oh, if you had a dog, you would buy this in a second, and I know it. So uh, this is a Japanese retailer a named Samurai H. Just look up Samurai... Samurai pet? Samurai, yeah, pet apparel. 
So Japanese retailer Samurai Age, which, which specializes in novel, uh, novelty samurai apparel for humans, has released a new line of samurai armor for pets such as dogs and cats to wear. <laughs> so the body armor standard size is suited for a, a small cat or dog, but you can order in custom sizes for larger animals. So not only can you get armor for your pet, you can also get a matching suit of armor to match your pet. Oh, wow. Including a mask and helmet. Each set of armor comes in uh, four colors, including red and black, which costs about $128, or gold and silver, which is a little bit more expensive, which sells for approximately $148. So uh, they also, they offer international shipping for the pet armor if you do want to get something like this. Did you find I found I found a picture, it's, yeah. It's a goddamn adorable is what it is. And the shop also sells novelty uh, armor items for liquor bottles, and also they can custom make armor for dolls if you want to get armor for either of those things. So if you're interested in getting matching armor with your pet. I mean, I it's want some samurai, samurai armor. Age. Oh, that's so cute. <laughs> oh, yeah. Right, Abby yeah. says, Sarah, now you know what to get Greg for Christmas once he gets a new dog. <laughs> Aren't you getting... Isn't your roommate no, getting... No, I am not getting... No, 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 but isn't your roommate getting... Uh, roommate is getting a getting a new dog today. Yeah. yeah. Okay, well, there's that. In Massachusetts, the Massachusetts marijuana dispensary is now serving a new food style of marijuana. They are infusing frozen personal pizzas with cannabis to serve to their customers. That's pretty weed, smart. It is genius. Because yeah. if you want weed and you want pizza, just mush them together. Yeah. So this place is called uh, Ermit in, uh, Incorporated Dispensary in Quincy, Massachusetts. Has started serving the marijuana-infused frozen six-inch pizzas about three weeks ago to offer to its patients a new way to medicate. Uh, the founder said, "We're pleased to offer a new, more appetizing way for our, parent, our patients to alleviate pain and discomfort. The combination of a food as popular as pizza with the medicinal benefits of marijuana re- represent an important milestone in the evolution of our marijuana-infused products menu." That's great. Whatever helps people. You know? Exactly, and pizza's delicious. Yeah. Uh, so the personal's pizzas, uh, personal pizzas that are said to be delicious, styled after pub pizzas commonly served in the area, are infused with a 125 milligram dose of the high strength THC distillate to provide patients with their required dose. So they don't only just serve pizza; uh, they also uh, offer a variety of spreads, including olive oil, honey, and peanut butter. They also are working on a vegan mayonnaise because they say um, the spreads are uh, most easily distribute the marijuana in the food. Mm-hmm. So they put it in the tomato base. The okay. tomato paste based. Okay. Yeah. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. So uh, they are a little spendy, but I think that's I, – I don't know how to calculate 125 mm-hmm. milligrams of weed. Edward says, come on, this is just for potheads. I mean, it could be that too. Mm-hmm. But I, I do know some people that – not going to, but yeah, that medicinal marijuana is important. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and if you can also get somebody, if they're and not, there's healing. also a stigma sometimes for some people of smoking or taking it in other ways. So if this helps get over that, well, also it's a way maybe if someone's not feeling well to get them to get their dose and eat at the and same eat time. At the same time, yeah. I mean that's important. Yeah. So uh, if you, or if you just want to get high, that too, no problem with that. Yeah, there you go. Uh, so they do sell. Because I don't know, again, I don't know what 125 milligram dose would cost. I don't either. I don't but, know what that uh, means. So if you do have a medical marijuana card uh, in Massachusetts, uh, these pizzas sell for $38 each, and you can purchase a limit of two pizzas per day because they're pretty popular, I guess. Hmm. So there you go. And they're also working on, did I say a vegan mayonnaise that patients will be able to put on a sandwich? 
Hmm. Weed mayonnaise, Greg. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's going to be gross no matter what. All right, and I have this story for last because I was fascinated by this, and I know that this is right in your wheelhouse. All right, the headline reads, Could we soon reverse death? A U.S. company has started trials to reawaken the dead in Latin America. What? So let me tell you. So uh, this is called, I just sounded so like hacky. Let me tell you about this. Have you heard about this? Have you seen this? Have you heard about this? Oh, boy. Well, the first attempts to bring people back from the dead will be starting later this year, and it's being uh, uh, headed by a company named BioQuark. Uh, BioQuark is a Philadelphia-based company. They announced in late 2016 that they do believe, in fact, that brain death is not irreversible, and they're going to try and bring brain-dead people back to life. Wait, so they're not... They're so- People they that are on, that, like, ventilators or something? They or? believe that brain death is not irresisti- irresistible, irreversible. So the CEO of BioQuark, his name is Ira Pastor, has said that they will soon be testing an unprecedented stem cell method, a method on patients in Latin America, and the details are to be confirmed in the next few months. So, okay. So to be uh, officially declared dead in the majority of countries, you have to experience complete and irreversible loss of brain function, or what's called brain death. Well, according to Pastor... BioQuark has developed a series of injections that can reboot or restart the brain. How much proof do they have of this? Because I'm going to tell you what uh, I'm kind of thinking. What are you thinking? This is just the way they keep them going. You, you keep on paying for this stuff. It's like, oh, no, just three more shots. Trust me, three more shots. It'll work. Oh, no, not that didn't work. Four more shots. It'll well, be- they already have human volunteers, and they're going to try them out on uh, on people this year. Well, I guess they don't Wait, have- how can they volunteer if they're already brain dead? Maybe it's people who are, like, on ventilators or something who were still able to, like, sign off on it. In case they do become... Well, they said they're going to test it on I don't, Something just seems shady about this. All right. So they would undergo a 15-day course of nerve stimulation. This is how it goes. Uh, involving lasers and median nerve stimulation to try and bring about the reversal of brain death whilst monitors uh, monitoring the patients using MRI scans. Uh, the idea... Of consent in this complex in this context is complicated, is what it's saying, since the patients are all technically dead. However, the definition of death is also more blurry than it once was. Uh, so confirming death used to be straightforward. When the heart stopped beating, that means a person was unresponsive, they were dead. But now they're saying, if the brain is still alive but the heart isn't beating, can you st- restart the brain? Which it does sound like a little bit of hogwash. Yeah... Well, they initially tried to start this in India last year. They tried to start the first test in India. However, uh, after they announced it, the plan was blocked by the Indian Council of Medical Research, uh, urging them to take their to take their trials elsewhere. And so that's how they ended up in Latin America. So, according to the website, the project project is exploring the potential of cutting edge biomedical technology for human neuroregeneration and neuroreanimation. It's like zombie brains, right? I mean, it, it just kind of depends. Okay, well, they're calling it the Reanima Project, and it's to focus on clinical research in the state of the brain death or irreversible coma and subjects who have uh, recently met the Uniform Determination of Death Act criteria but who still have cardiopulmonary support. So their hearts are still beating, but their brains are not working. Ah, this seems like a scam. Mm-hmm. Or, yeah, they're going to reanimate people and create a zombie Well, over. it says the classification yeah. in many uh, countries around the world that is known as a living cadaver. Yeah. I mean, if that's me, put me down. Mm-hmm. Uh-uh. Pull the plug. DNR? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, so there you have it. Zombie brains might be a thing coming to you. I don't know, the world, I guess, this year. 
Mr. Walter Crazy. Crazy. Mm. I don't trust that. There's something sinister there. I think you think the way that you would think about it, mm-hmm. like when you're yeah, trying I'd to have world a zombie domination. Armor. I know a zombie army. Because yeah. I don't think other people are like thinking about creating zombie armies. Oh, okay. I think that's a you thing. I mean, never mind. I didn't think that. Yeah, because I'm not thinking about it as a scary thing because I don't want to create a zombie army. Oh. I mean, yeah, but if they I were at your disposal, different. no. And they and there was like no threat, and you could point out people like, "Hey, don't eat that one. Don't eat this one. Don't eat them. They're my friends." But them, eh, you know, if they if they come at you, bro, eat them. You know, you can tell the zombies to do that. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I might be. Right. I might be interested in that. Okay, uh, should we do some ball talk? All right, I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. Balls. All right, first up in ball talk, the NBA playoffs will continue tonight with Game 3 of the Golden State Warriors versus the Cleveland Cavaliers. Yeehaw! So far, the Golden State Warriors have not lost a single game in the playoffs. They have swept through the first three rounds of the playoffs into the NBA Finals, where they are now up two games to zero on Cleveland. No team has ever gone undefeated in the playoffs. And they're sweeping them? So far, yeah, the Warriors have not lost in the playoffs. If they win tonight, I mean, tonight's one of those games where it's it's game three. If Cleveland wins tonight, we may have a little bit more of a series on our hands. If they lose tonight, Golden State may just straight up sweep them. Well, I mean, this hasn't I been mean, that I, interesting of a playoff or a final anyway, has it? No, it hasn't. So Although might as well I, ex- just be over I with. expect today will be a closer game. Um, Golden State is just so damn good. It's kind of boring, to be honest. Mm-hmm. It's kind of boring to watch. Um, but we will see. You know, maybe we'll get a closer game tonight. Maybe we'll get something more interesting. Otherwise, yeah, just end it. Make it go away. Uh, so just Golden State Warriors. Cord. Yeah, Golden State Warriors. <laughs> taking on uh, the Cleveland Cavaliers tonight. Uh, moving on to ball talk. The Stanley playoffs. Stanley Cup playoffs. St- Stanley Cup finals. There we go. The NHL playoffs, Stanley Cup. See, that seems like the more interesting thing that's happening right now. It does seem to be more interesting. It's At least it's a lot more interesting to watch. And uh, Nashville Predators versus the Pittsburgh Penguins. They are all tied up at two games apiece. Nashville being the underdog. Pittsburgh, the defending champion. It's, it's, a, it's a really fascinating storyline. And people from Nashville are very excited about the Predators. So excited that people are uh, who are... People who are longtime Nashville fans are flying back into town to be there while the Stanley Cup Finals were going on, oh, which boy. makes sense. If you're a big fan of the team, you know, if I move away somewhere and the Blazers end up in the NBA Finals sometime, I'm coming back to the city mm-hmm. to watch the Blazers in that, even if you can't go to the game, which is what yeah, you just want to be in the city. You yeah. just want to be there. And there is one gentleman who had a lot of fun uh, coming back to Nashville. So he's from Wisconsin now, but he said he lived in Nashville and uh, has been a loyal Predators fan this entire, time, this entire time, even though he's living in Wisconsin. Him and his buddy from New York, who was also from Nashville, they came back to meet up, and they couldn't get tickets to the game, so they went to a local bar and watched the game there, showing up at 11 a.m., they said. When, and then they posted a picture of their bill at the end of the day. The bill's total at this bar was $1,127.25. <laughs> Wow, for how many people? At Rippy's Ribs. Rippy's Ribs? So, there were um, 
eight people. They had 93 Coors Lights, <laughs> 10 Miller Lights, 10 Bud Lights, five uh, shots called Vegas shots. I don't know what that is. You know what a Vegas shot is? I have no idea. Yeah, I don't know either. Uh, five Vegas shots, eight Patron Silver shots, um, and then a Pale Ale and a Blue Moon and a bunch of food and a short sleeve T-shirt. Total, anyway, came to $1,127.25, including the tip. And 93 Coors Lights. 93 Coors for Lights. For eight people. That's pretty impressive. So, And then not on top of everything else. Yeah. So, so the site SB Nation, which is like a, a sports blogging site, uh, ended up getting a hold of the guy. His name's David Hudson, and he's the guy from Wisconsin. And uh, they... Okay, so it was five people primarily that were on the bar tab. And they didn't... They were assuming that they had bought drinks for everybody else that SB Nation was, that they had bought drinks for the bar. No. He said they just kept buying buckets of Coors Light and drinking them, and then they'd hand some out every now and then to somebody. <laughs> like, take a Coors Light. But that's how they ended up with it. He said they also got stuck with a couple other people's. The Blue Moon and the Yazoo Pale Ale wasn't theirs. But otherwise, that was all their drinking. $1,127 celebrating. Dang. The predators. So he was trying to like piece back together the night. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, they I, asked I guess I bought a round for people. <laughs> no, they didn't. Yeah, they didn't buy a round for people. But it turns out he didn't. Yeah. Yeah. So there it is. That's that's a that's a hefty bar bar tap. Yeah. That All is. right. Moving on to ball talk. A couple of things here, just to get to. Uh, one, in honor on this day on this day in history, Sarah, June seventh, nineteen eighty six was when Bo Jackson was drafted by the Kansas City Royals. Do you know who Bo Jackson is? Mm, something oh. knows Bo. You know, is that the slogan or whatever? Bo knows. Bo knows. Yeah. Bo Jackson was, that, uh, for anybody uh, around my age, player. not only a baseball player. Basketball player. He was a football player football as well. Football player, yes. Bo Jackson is probably the greatest athlete that's uh, ever. I I would say he's probably the greatest athlete that's ever competed in in team sports because Bo Jackson was not only an all-star in baseball, he was all-pro in football as well. He did both sports at the top level. That's how good of an athlete he was. Mm. He would play baseball until the baseball season was done, and then he'd go play football and be amazing in football. Bo Jackson is is incredible. The main reason I want to bring this up is because there's ESPN 30 for 30, that you can watch. I think it's on Netflix about Bo Jackson. Watch that thing. Dude is amazing. Bo Jackson's Bo Jackson's awesome. Mm-hmm. That's all I wanted to get to. Anybody that's around my age knows you know Bo. Everybody had the poster. I had the poster. I, I bet you did. The black and blue poster because he was half in Raiders gear and half in his Royals gear. Yeah. Bo Jackson. Anyway, that's it. Moving on to Ball Talk. But what about him? Just that he's cool? No, it was it was twenty. Uh, it's the anniversary of when he was drafted. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was it. It just came up on one of my sports sites. I'm like, yeah, it's a reason to talk about Bo Jackson. Mainly, I just wanted to remind people to watch the thirty for thirty. Okay, moving on to ball talk. Uh, I talked about the uh, the Green Bay Packer who got a ride to Green Bay from Minneapolis from a fan off mm-hmm. of Twitter. Well, there's another story. There is a cornerback for the Buffalo Bills that ended up taking an Uber from Chicago. To the Buffalo Bills practice facility in Orchard Park, New York. So he was at the at the airport in Chicago and decided, I'm just going to take an Uber to get there. It was an eight-hour, 550-mile trip. That's not even round trip. 550 miles. Jesus. To get there. Took eight hours. And uh, he took the Uber. There's no real word on 
why he uh, couldn't get a flight or couldn't drive. Well, I guess he didn't want to drive himself. So it was a voluntary practice that was happening Monday, but he took this eight-hour trip on uh, Uber ride. It cost $632.08. Wow. I actually thought it would be more. For eight hours, 550 miles. I would think so, too. Yeah. but then And then he also gave a $300 tip on top of it. But I just wanted to get that out there. That's a, that's a long-ass Uber ride. All right. Well, I fi- wouldn't want to make that much awkward conversation. No, that's what I mean. That that would be so. Mm-mm. Well, I mean, I suppose for the driver it'd be interesting because you'd ask him questions about the NFL, but then you'd run out of questions. If you like were interested, in twenty the NFL, minutes in, I not mean, everybody is. What else do you talk with somebody about for eight hours? Yeah, eight hours. That's a long time. Anyway, finally in ball talk, I want to bring this up, and this one is a little bit serious, but it's. Uh, I think it's. I think it's pretty neat at the same time. And it's, there's a couple different ways you can look at this, but I, you'll, I want to bring it up mainly because it does have to do with sports, and it's a hashtag some people will see, and I want to explain it in case, in case you don't know what it is. Because be I'll be honest, I didn't know what it was until I really read into it. And you may be seeing things on Twitter with the hashtag, fuck you, I'm Millwall. I have seen that. Fuck you, I'm Millwall. Yeah. M-I-L-L-W-A-L-L. So... I'm going to explain this a little bit. So Millwall is a soccer club, a football club in South London. And their fans are known for being kind of, you know, some of the hooligans. They're, they're kind of rough and they get in fights a lot. One of their chants is, uh, no one likes us, we don't care. So that's, that's the Millwall fans have that chant. It's a Millwall football club. Well, in London, when there was the recent terror attack where the people used a van to run over people, and then they hopped out with knives and ran mm-hmm. into a bar to start uh, attacking people. The three three assailants, the three terrorists. Well, I guess they ran in, and this is from the account of one of the people who was there at the bar by the name of Roy Larner. So Roy Larner, Larner by his account, had had four or five pints. He was like, no big deal, it's just a normal night, four or five pints. He's just drinking in the bar. He said these three people ran in and started yelling out, uh, Islam, Islam... Allah Akbar and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. And then we're running at people with their knives. He said his instant reaction was he was pissed and he yelled, stood up and yelled out, fuck you, I'm Millwall and charged (laughs) him and charged and charged him. And he said one of his first thoughts was I need to take, uh, I need to take the piss out of these bastards. But that's, that's, you know, in English, I need to take the piss out of these bastards. Fuck you, I'm Millwall. And he ran at him and started fighting these three guys with knives. And wow. delayed them, kept them occupied. He got cut up. Uh, he got cut, I think, about eight times, stabbed, sliced. Um, clearly, he lived. Uh, but he occupied these guys' time while other people could escape, while he's sitting there bashing them, you know, and punching them. What a heroic him. moron. A hero- exactly. A heroic moron. Yeah. And because of that action, because he, because he went and did that, you know, other people were able to escape, and he probably saved some people's lives <laughs> so by being a, a drunken moron, but a very you know with a good heart, yeah, with a good idea behind it. Now I'm so glad that I know what that means because I saw people posting that I am Millwall. I'm like, what is that? Yeah, yeah. So fuck you, I'm Millwall. That's what that stands for, or hashtag Millwall. If you're just seeing that online, that's where it comes from. So it comes from this guy. He's recovering in the hospital. Um, his buddies. There's a picture of. Him on his hospital bed, and he's going to recover fully. He's he's sliced up. He said he's really lucky, and he said it was it was dumb, but he was so mad uh, that he did it, and uh, and heroic at the same time. Mm-hmm. You know, it, a dumb hero, heroism, hero, dumb heroics. Yeah, dumb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's good. 
Absolutely good. But there's a picture of him where his buddies actually bought him a magazine, and it's just a runner's world, learn to run. And so there's a picture of him holding up this magazine. <laughs> but anyway, I just want to get that out there just to explain, if you see that hashtag, what that's about, what that's standing for. And, you know, somebody somebody standing up against this stuff. Mm-hmm. So, that's wonderful. So, uh, fuck you, I'm Millwall. That's what it comes down to. All right. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk. All right. There we go. Oh, today's uh, when the Rose Fleet's coming in. Oh, oh, the sailors are coming to town. The sailors are coming to town, everybody. For the Portland Rose Festival. Mm-hmm. Also, it was just notified in the chat. Did you know that today is uh, Goonies Day? It is Goonies Day. It is Day. Goonies Day. So, um, so this is uh, actually the release date. At, so it's the anniversary of the day the film was released in theaters in 1985. Wow. Goonies. So it's 32 years ago today. You didn't feel old. Damn. That the Goonies was released. 32 years ago. Dang. It's still an amazing movie. Oh, it's, I was just watching it, actually, in Bremerton still, this weekend. It's great. It still makes me smile. Goonies stands up. Mm-hmm. Film du Nastoria. Oh, my gosh. I don't Filmed think any Astoria. Oregonian can ever mention Goonies before without saying it was filmed in Astoria. Filmed in Astoria. Filmed in Astoria. We'll still go to the house. Also, you know what we forgot to do last week is I want to give a big congratulations from both of us to Megan... Who uh, who graduated? Last That's week. right. Congratulations! And so we Megan. meant to say it, and and uh, and Raven had written in, and we had seen it on the internet, and we meant to tell so you. So sorry. And but we are so proud of you. Congratulations on finally being able to put school behind you. You worked your Yay, ass off, and that's so wonderful. Megan. Yay, Megan. We don't have a graduation congratulations song. I mean, we? I could play that horrible vitamin C song. No. I think no. you know what that's my gift, more punishment. My than gift it is. to her is going to be not playing that song. There it is. Her. There's your gift. <laughs> there you go. Happy graduation. Congratulations, <laughs> Megan. All right. Uh, send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503 575 9120. You sound like a leprechaun. 575 Give us a call, 503 Don't forget to join us on Sunday, the Lord's Day. June 18th. Okay, I'm going to stop. Oh, uh, yeah. June 18th. Uh, June 18th. We're going to be having some free bingo. Afternoon bingo. So Afternoon it won't even, bingo. So it won't even take up your whole day looking for something to do with your pops if you celebrate Father's Day. Come on down to the Landmark Saloon, 4847 Southeast Division. To the Landmark Saloon. We'll have lots of prizes. Uh, we'll have some swag. We'll have, um, and we have fun bingo. And we have two wonderful sponsors that are part of this event, and that is Small Town Brewery with their Not Your Mother's Iced Tea, which will be perfect for what's oh, probably going to be a nice refreshing. warm day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it does sound refreshing. No, unless Not Your Mother's unless Iced Tea. Bingo night, which means it'll snow. That could be. So, Small Town Brewery, Not Your Mother's Iced Tea, and that will be paired up with. A delicious monkey shoulder, <clears throat> monkey shoulder scotch, monkey shoulder, scotch. monkey shoulder scotch. So come on down there to the Landmark Saloon, four eight four seven Southeast Division. And I'm uh, going to make a Facebook event page. So uh, yes, yeah, if you're going to be coming, why don't you send us a little little RSVP? So that way we know. Yeah, come down. Get it's, everything in order. It's going to be great. And of course, that'll be after the Fun Employment Radio Experience, uh, which is sold out. So if you want to come to that, but the bingo is free to the public, to you guys, to everybody who wants to come down and hang out with us on a Sunday afternoon at the Landmark Saloon. It's going to be a ton of fun. I'm so excited. Yeah. Uh, All right. Tomorrow for live listeners, we'll be live at 11 a.m. Pacific time. And then Friday morning, it looks like we got a couple of different people that are coming into the studio. So jam-packed stuff. Jam-packed. Jam-packed. Lots of that stuff. Like us on Facebook, Fun Employment Radio. Follow us on Twitter at Fun Employment Radio. We'll be back tomorrow with another episode of Fun Employment Radio. Bye, friends. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.